Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world, welcome to episode 10 of the Investing Blueprint. DJ and I are live and direct in the Bermuda Trading Desk, and Andrew's over in the UK at our UK Trading Desk. We have a jam-packed show. Please like, subscribe, and share this video with as many friends as you can. We're going to be giving away some prizes. All you got to do is type hashtag SFX into the live chat window. We're very grateful for our prizes being provided by Orchid Nail Spa. All you got to do, like I said, is type hashtag SFX in the live chat to be entered into that. We also have some breaking news for you. Our show has been picked up by channel 82. So you can see this show and all of our previous shows live on Bermuda's premier cable channel. We know that your time is very valuable. So we want to say thank you very much for your time. Please put away all distractions. Let's focus on the show. We got a great guest, none other than Mr. Gary Langley coming out of the UK, who's got a lot of knowledge that he wants to share with you. Before we do start, the Gumbe Festivals today, I'm a big Gumbe fan, so I want to just shout out Places Gumbes, who are providing the beautiful Gumbe rhythms behind me right now, and let's get on with the show, everybody. Have a great day. Bring in uh, Andrew and let's bring in PJ. How are you guys doing? Are you guys hey, doing? I, I forgot right. I was with the show, man. We're about me dancing. <laughs> You're really uh, having fun with this, but he's in go for getting better. I'm lost for words. I don't have yeah, an awesome. Keeps them a secret too, like you know, I know. Like, I want you guys to, to, to just get into the zoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what's going like on, to everybody? To Everything's good. Everything's yeah. good. All good. Uh, been trading yeah, gold yeah. last week. Had a good week. Uh, been trialing uh, a new system as well. So I just want to, I think I will, I'll share that with you guys quickly, if that's okay, before we get yeah, into go everything. For yeah, go for it. Go for it. Uh, uh, I haven't done the uh, the blueprint in a while. It's nice to get yeah. back on. I see. There you Absolutely. go. Yeah, guys. So this is just something new I picked up this week. And uh, yeah, we're a bit of a blinder, in fairness, you know, uh, turned like 23%. So uh, it's not bad in the Forex market, but I'm going to take the foot off the gas next week, really slow it down, better risk management. But no, it's been a, it's been a good week. And obviously, um, the trading's gone, gone well, you know, that's, that's pretty average, a couple of percent a week. But yeah, this one's, uh, this one's done really well, so it's been good. What about yourself? What papers were you fo focusing on? Uh, just just gold dollar, okay, and uh, M5 time frame. So, uh, lot, lots of trades going on, but uh, yeah, it's a bit, bit of fun. Nice, yeah, that's I mean, I, I need to get back into Forex. Um, I've been focusing a lot recently on the um, SP trades, so um, want to give a salute to uh, Ryan, Ryan in the group, um, goes yes. by Rye, um, Ryan Rabain. Um, he's sure, kind of been sharing yeah this this um sort of um one day or zero days to expiry um 
options play. So I can just quickly show um, the, the, the chart. Um, so I was looking at SDX, um, and this is a weekly time frame. And on Monday and Tuesday, if we zoom into Monday and Tuesday, um, you can kind of see uh, where we were up pretty big on Monday and then we gapped high on Tuesday and then Wednesday was a little bit of uh, a, a topping candle. Um, so on Thursday, I was trying to go short um, and right before the close, I got um, uh, a few puts in the S&P right before the close. And then uh, thankfully, we got a nice little gap lower. Um, so that was up in the money and um we just continued down for the rest of, of friday so really good trade um i'm happy with the with the results and looking to do a lot more like this um in the next few weeks and months yeah really happy really happy about it um sometimes it's like all the work all the hard work all the preparation all the things that you've learned can kind of just be applied and um, this was one of those situations where it kind of worked. Yeah. And and what I liked about um, a lot of those players is that, you know, it sometimes we overcomplicate things. So, you know, you might yeah. do a lot of background research, you know what I mean? And it's just showing you like as many ways to skin a cat, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, man. I'm really appreciating this guy sharing, you know, their strategies. Yeah. yeah. The groups are, are really lively. Um, and I think without the groups, I don't think I would have picked up on this strategy. Um, yeah, so. yeah it's really, really good information lately. And uh, the not so savvy traders, they're, uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're, that they're, one is. There's some really, really good traders uh, in that group. Yeah, so, I mean, I really, really I really group. think a, a lot of the traders, a lot of traders in that group are definitely coming in hot. Yeah. Um, but we, we do have a special guest today, um, uh, and I'm really excited for, for the interview. Uh, I really am. Yeah. So, uh, guys, so as you know, I've been doing like the trade, uh, traders, the prop firm, the five percenters, and I picked up on, uh, this guy called Gary Langley on, uh, on social media and, uh, you know, started to look into his YouTube channel and, you know, and I, I can see in the comments already, someone said he's the real deal he really is so you know he's, he's not he's not he's not like an instagram trader you know he's not flash you know he's a, he's he is a real trader you know he keeps you know going, he goes on little network but you know he's very i think he's very humble in his approach as well and so i reached out to him saying you know do you mind coming on the show and i nearly fell over when he said yes because you know this is brilliant excellent news and so for me Wow, some of some of the knowledge he's going to say, you know, it gives gives some good details about his strategy away, and it's just really really nice to meet uh, a professional trader as well. So this isn't a hobby for Gary; this is what he does. Yeah, really really excited, Gary. So welcome to the show. It's really happy to have you. Here. Uh, reached out to you on uh, Facebook and Telegram, and. Just really happy with the response, you know, which has been really positive. And I've been following yourself, been following your uh your Forex adventures with the five percenters, and mm -hmm. you've been you know, an inspiration to me. You know, I've seen you pa pass your challenges, I've actually seen you uh, been leveling up. So I suppose my question to me is really what's your favorite asset to trade and why? Oh, right. Um 
I kind of have two that I gravitate to all the time, which is I love the DAX. Now, my personal wage is normally the DAX, and I'm really pleased that the 5% has introduced that into some of their instant funding, which happens to be one of the challenges that I'm on. Um, so the DAX is my go-to, but the other one is Cape Pound US. Uh, it moves every day. Uh, obviously, I'm UK-based, so it's around the pound anyway. So if I'm ever watching news events or anything, it's always in my mind. It's always free-flowing. But the main thing is, I understand it. It, it kind of behaves itself, although at the moment it's been a bit naughty because it's in sort of 33-year lows. But if you're a day trader, it doesn't matter because every day is an opportunity and the chart will tell you what it needs to know. And because I've been around cable so long, you can see the motion within it. And the DAX is pretty much the same. And then if I move away from them, I have sort of secondary products that I look at. I like the FTSE, uh, Euro dollar I'll keep an eye on. And I, I occasionally trade oil and I, I do like gold as well. So I have like a core basket of what I look at every day. Yeah, so, um, you, so, you, so you're, in, you're definitely on the right chart. So uh, I, I've been trading gold a lot lately. And uh, when I just passed the last 5%, it was actually a gold dollar that got me through. Yeah. But speaking to Mandela, he loves gold. He, he, he loves uh, oil. You know, some Mavi, uh, Mandela's property is a sa like a savvy investor out of us all. But uh, so quickly, going back to the 5%, so we're talking about a prop firm. and yes. prop for those who are watching the show, a prop firm is really it's it's funding. Uh, you're actually trading somebody else's capital for them. Where if, if you're a good trader, successful, you, you know you can make a profit and actually have a profit share with that company. So is is there any like any other projects you've been working on recently? You know, with regards to forex, or are you purely focused on the five percenter? Well, no, it's it's in two halves actually. I, I trade my own funds. I have a sizable account for myself uh, and that's actually broken up as well because i do maybe 20 percent of my time is swing trading the rest of it is day trading now between my wage and the prop it's quite easy because whatever i'm doing on my wage i copy it over into the prop so the two of them run in tandem mm -hmm. and then beside that we i like well how would i put it i I don't put all my eggs in one basket. So I'll trade a car fund and I'll trade a house fund and a pension fund as swing trading. So I trade three funds separately so that they are not affecting each other. Now they're swing and it takes a few minutes at the end of every day because I know the criteria I'm looking for. And then the other side of it is I just concentrate on my wage but I'm savvy enough to know that as soon as I've hit my markers, I stop. And when I stop, it means I'm not going back to market and I genuinely do stop. And that's what keeps consistency high. When you're talking about projects, projects is a job. And if you don't follow the task properly, you don't complete the job. So I'm constantly working on myself as a project, if that makes sort of sense. So I, I'm constantly planning my day like a business. And I'll start at the same time. I finish finish at the same time, and that's the project. You did mention um, you did mention paying yourself a salary. So yes. how do you uh, just out of curiosity? 
how do you pay yourself a salary? I know you'll receive um, some funds from the five percenters from prop. And then you said you have a few buckets um, of your own personal funds. What's sort of a good way to approach uh, taking well, a salary? It, it, well, well, prop for me is bonus um, because it is secondary to what I'm doing to my wage. And to, to cut a long story short, I never wanted to do prop. I did it to help some guys that are in a sort of little group that I run and they wanted to try it. And I can't speak unless I'm speaking from experience. So I said I would do it with them. So I went along those lines. So that's my bonus, right? So if you're in a job and, you, and you're sort of on piecework and they give you a bonus for doing a good job, that's what prop is. Now my daily wage, I work it out like this. I, I work in benchmarks. So my benchmark is 200 pound a day. Right. Now, my yearly salary to pay my sort of just household bills, I've got no debt. You know, I don't have a mortgage or anything like that. So I don't have to push myself too hard. Mm -hmm. 30,000 a year, puts clothes on my back, feeds the household, pays the utility bills, that sort of thing. And if I want to work three days a week, because I don't like to trade Monday, I don't like to trade Friday. Uh, I do, but if I do, it's going to be very sporadic. So my working days is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. 200 a day, 600 a week across a year is about 30 grand. So that's by breaking everything down into a monetary figure helps me take a wage. So anything I do over 200 pound is bonus. Now, some days I have phenomenal days. I have really good days. And I might do 600 quid in a day. So I'll take tomorrow off because I don't want to give it back. But then when I go back on the third day and do another 200 pound, I've had another good bonus. And that's mm -hmm. how I build a wager. Because I, I still think of this as if I'm running my factory. It's re really good advice. And you just made me think now straight away because, yeah, you're right enough with prop firms. Just I know the five percent and, and you know they're very reputable and they're a very good company but who knows what tomorrow holds so it'd be quite foolish if you know to put all your eggs in one basket and maybe rely on one prop firm as your income for for the remainder so to treat it as a bonus Gary yeah that's, that's a really really good way to look at it and uh, I'm sure Mandela will talk about this off air but yeah I, I, think, I, that's, I, I, I think that's excellent advice but I'll add something into that though um because one of the things that i've discovered with dealing with prop uh as i said initially i never wanted to do it because i always used to think well why would i pay somebody to trade when i could put that money in my own account and trade it up now i built my account that way i compounded it up but it took me three years to build it up before it became a point that could be safe, like a big enough basket of money that can keep you in the game, but also pay you at the same time. Now with prop, you could speed up that process because your return on investment, take, take for example, the current rate on 5% is for the middle fund. If you're watching the journey that I'm doing on YouTube, I was asked to do it again. So I like putting pressure on myself, guys. Um, <laughs> I, I started at the first of this month and I'm 22% up. All right. So I'm right into it at the moment. And I'm taking that through the journey. I'm doing it just for the guys. But 
that cost me 385 euro to buy into it and they give me a 10,000 fund with a 600 drawdown so in my mind I don't look at the 10,000 I look at the drawdown so that that bought me a 600 pound account all right so straight away or 600 dollars shall we say mm -hmm. I will trade that pass it they will quadruple the fund which will naturally increase that drawdown and i think it'll go to i think it's two and a half thousand is the drawdown on the next level up off the top of my head but even thereabouts so that 385 as an investment will buy me two and a half grand in a very quick period of time and then i can use that two and a half grand to upscale again a lot quicker because they'll double the account if i do 10 percent thereafter so if I go back to my starting of building a pod, I, if I started it that way, I'd probably half the time and then just draw the profit out and put it in my own funds. And then I haven't got somebody looking over my shoulder, shall we say, it's, it's my own money. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how I use prop. So one, one concern is when I talk prop firms and when I talk to Mandela and you know, some other about you know, trading colleagues, they always say to us, do prop firms pay out? So yes. here it is, Gary, do they pay out? Yes, um, yeah. I've put it, I'm one of the few that shows my statements, but I also show what they, they use, um, what's called a deal payment system. It's a, it's a little bit like PayPal. Um, and every month they pay me on time. And because and we had these questions saying, do they pay? And I said, right, all right, I, I don't want to do this because I, why would I show my bank account? Because people have asked that as well. And I'm like, what planet are you living on? <laughs> um, but I'll, I don't mind showing you the deal account because it doesn't show any financial information apart from money going in and money coming out. And they pay me. That's brilliant. Where are you from? From the north? north? I am from the north. I come from Durham in the north of the UK. Alright, oh, okay. And I've lived and worked in nearly every city in the uk over my yeah. life and i can honestly say there's no place like home yeah i've um, got, got a friend from you but his accent's much stronger he's from sunderland sunderland yeah don't don't you put me in the same boat as one yeah, of them don't, don't swear we, on we, 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 we are like borderline tribalism up in the north yeah <laughs> you know you watch game of thrones that was yeah. based on round the yes <laughs> we have uh, viewers of varying experience levels so for someone who's just starting out maybe maybe they just open an account and they have two thousand pounds or five thousand pounds what sort of advice would you give to that person who wants to be a successful trader like you gary well the first thing is don't look to make rome in a day it's going to take time now one of the best things you can do is teach yourself to slow down properly. If you win and you win again, you think all of a sudden that you are invincible. You're the king of this hill, but you're not. The market is the king. And if you try and take it on, you might get a lucky punch, but when it hits you, you're going to know about it. Yeah, it hits hard. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and, We've and all I know had this. I lost 18 grand in three days. Right? Wow. It was the biggest yeah. loss I've ever had. And it wow. taught me the best lesson in the world. You can 
sort of be a bit of a stealth, a bit of a ninja getting in and out. But if you try and take it head on, you will lose. Yeah, and so the only way I could combat that was less is more. So I trade less, but I gain more. Yeah, so that's, no. that's the best thing that I would do. But the other side of it is earn the right to trade. And, and what I mean by that is a lot of them, if you've got 2000 in your account, you can effectively open up a three or four pound position on certain products. It's too big for you. Start with the smallest position you can and earn the right to increase it. And that's, that's what I would do. And then when you do that, you'll start becoming calmer in the markets. Yeah. The markets are very easy. The technicals are very easy. The hard part is you. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so, so for myself, uh, I, I always say yes. I think every video we do. So my losses, and there's been some expensive losses, that's by admission into being, I think, relatively successful. But, you know, my, my advice is, I, I always say to Mandela, I've bought every course, I've bought every EA, I've bought every robot, I've listened to every fake trader on Instagram who's got a flash car, and guess what? None of it worked. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, you know, sometimes you have to learn the lessons the hard way. What are some of the things you look at when you are starting to, to, to prepare for your day trades? Um, and, and what are some of the the indicators or some of the, the techniques that find, you find most helpful? Oh, okay. Well, well, I day trade exactly the same on all assets. Right? Uh, I don't believe in system popping because if I took the marker off the chart, and I also took the time frame off the chart. You probably couldn't tell me what chart that was. So to me, it's the peaks and the troughs. It's the key turning points. But there's key turning points that are strong and there's key turning points that are just chitter chatter noise. So when I see these course sellers, as you're on about before, going, right, you're on a five minute chart, you see this zone and that. I like to, that means nothing in the market, not a bean, right? So I start out on the high time frames. I'm looking at dailies, that sort of thing. And that is where your information is coming from. And then I'll filter it down into an hourly chart. I pay very close attention to levels, but the levels are all high time frame. For me, once you go below four hours, they hold no weight whatsoever. And even a four hour is, when it comes to levels, can be relatively weak, you know? But it's yeah. also how you map it out. Now, I love Fibonacci. Uh, you, 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 two, you two need to talk. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> I love a daily Fibonacci. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? Fibonacci for me, if, if I couldn't have anything else, would be what I use. Because it can roadmap a chart. Not only can it roadmap it, it can give you an entry. It can give you take profit points and it can also give you an exit point when you're wrong. And this is if you know how to mark it up. Because if you think about fibs, they've been around forever. And no and all that a fib is is a ratio of a number. And if you think about what a chart is, it is ratio of numbers. So it naturally repeats. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, yeah, then you can look at say a MACD. A MACD is pretty good for giving you a basic idea of direction. Yeah. All right. But you adjust it slightly. 
I adjusted into Fibonacci numbers to line up with the levels that I'm putting it. That's a good point. And then just basic things like an RSI can give you an, a rough idea of the state of play on the here and now. And then when you put them all together and you're looking at the peaks and troughs, and think about it this way. If you know how to mark a chart and you've got a solid level here and you've got a solid level here and the price is in the middle, well, you're already at 50% because it's going to hit one of them. Your next task is just to figure out what the general dominant direction is. And that's where your fibs and your MACD come in. You make a single choice on that and you stick with it. Uh, and you good. either accept that you're right or you're wrong. And the other part of it is, if you are going in a single direction, I do mean stick with it. Because too many times I say, right, I've caught this drop. Now I'm going to catch the retracement. Yeah, but if you're going against the dominant trend, you don't know how far that retracement's going to go. So what if it's only a short fake up? So you stay with a single direction for the day. And again, that cuts your losses out. Because if you're wrong, you just quit. I have a rule. If I lose, I stop for the day. It's that simple. You know, I'm wrong, I lost, I read the market wrong. That means I'm not in tune with it. Step away. Yeah, it's good advice. It's really good advice. That is. They're very disciplined too, very disciplined. Well, that, that's what trading is. Yeah. If anybody goes into this thinking that it's easy and that it's just X marks the spot, please, for the love of God, stop. Yeah. Because yeah. you're going to lose money. But if you look at it as a job and a career, because it is a professional career, you know, that's why it pays us quite well. Um, you have certain things that you have to do and it takes time to learn your craft. You know, you don't become a plumber or a doctor in a day. I was going to say, what are your secrets to trade? And we've just given us too much. And, you know, <laughs> and we are going to invite people to reach out to you. But what I do want to talk about and what really, really piqued my interest in yourself, Gary, was uh, first of all, I was on the 5% of website and they've said you're probably the most consistent trader they've met. So that's number one. And number two, uh, I read somewhere that you went on to, you won some like, first of all, 80% of your trades. You went on a w winning streak of something like 82 trades in a row. You, did, you didn't have a loser for 82 trades. That's, yeah. wow, wow. But it's, it's unbelievable. So kind try. of normal for me. So talk us through it, you know, come on, pick yourself up, let's, let's hear about it. <laughs> well, it, it's, not, it, it, it's not, right, I'll, I'll put this in context. Um, I haven't had a losing year in seven years, and I haven't had a losing month in three years. Right? Incredible. And it's all down to one thing. Less is more. I learned very quickly, the longer I'm in the markets, the more it's going to take it off me. I learned that really thick and fast. And I learned it through a hard lesson as well. Um, and you could call it the greatest gift from your worst nightmare um, because I lost a colossal amount of money. But up until that point, what that made me realize was I was gambling and I just hit a lucky swing. So now what I do is I know the markets that I look at will give me one, two opportunities at best per day. So effectively, that's all I'm looking for, two trades. And I'm patient enough that I can come to my desk at six in the morning, look through the markets I want, zoom in on the best one. 
but then I mightn't get a trade till two o'clock in the afternoon because I'm waiting for these conditions to align. And then once I've completed that, I stop. Some discipline. <laughs> yeah. And it literally is. And I, I, right, I'm paid, bang, stop. And because I do it that way, each day is kind of positive expectancy. You know, and the other thing is I have a big checklist of what I'm looking for. And it and if it doesn't line up, I grade the trades and they go A, B, C, D, F. And I only trade A and B. So so when I so when I got introduced to trading, so long story short, obviously Mandela introduced me to the Forex markets and I begged him to teach me how to trade. And I, I did I bought him. How many pints of Stella? Are you trying to get one tequila? I'd let you come and sit with me. <laughs> but, um, well, one day, one day he finally cracked and uh, so he showed show me this Forex market. And uh, my God, he pulled out this list. Does this point align? Does this point align? And I was like, well, I thought this was easy. So it was easy money. No, no, no. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I hear what you're saying. And uh, it is. And and the the other side of the checklist is um, it's not off one time frame either. I I have certain things I look for and I go down through the time frames. And basically all I'm doing, it's a funnel. Literally starting up here and then you're funneling it in till it gets to the bottom. And, And basically the way I look at it is if you cut out all of the bad, whatever's left has to be good. You said when you have a losing trade, you stop for the day. And I, I wanted to ask you, is that as soon as you have that losing trade or is it a certain amount of losing trades? Or how, how do you determine when to stop? Now, now, it's, now, the way I trade to some people is odd, but to me, it makes perfect sense because I never fully commit to the market on point of entry. I, I, I stage backwards into a trade to go forward, okay? Because very, very rarely you'll time the top of the market, okay? So I know where my initial entry point is, but I also know where the exit point is. In other words, the, the, the amount of pain I'm willing to put into the market, okay? Mm-hmm. If I ever hit that pain threshold, that is me done for the day because it has gone through my tears and and they are tears of sadness at this point because once i go past 50 percent um right I'll, I'll kind of put this in context i like to break an initial position by five mm-hmm. right so if I, if I was going in at five my account can take five pound a pip i will enter the first position at a pound now, the second one would be another pound and then another pound to three. Those three quid, or that three pound, is my trade. That's what's going to full target because very rarely you can time the exact pit. And if anybody says they can, you're a better trader than I am, right? And I've yet to meet one. Not better than me because there is better than me. But what I mean is somebody who times it to the pip every time, okay? It's going to come against you. So why not get a better price? This is no different than my factory days. I would buy a little bit of product, but if I'm buying a lot more, I want a better price for it. Mm-hmm. And so forth and so forth. So that principle is here. 
So that gets me my bigger win. It also reduces exposure because I work out the risk on the full amount. So if it's 100 pip there and I was at a pound a pip, well, that's 100 pounds. I don't want to pay 100 pounds. So I'll break it up and I'll enter a 20 pence and another and I'll build it up. Reduces the exposure. Mm -hmm. All right. But not only does it reduce the exposure because it's got further to go to the target, it increases the upside as well. All right. But if I go to the fourth and the fifth tier, they are there to get me out of trouble mm -hmm. because at some point the market will retrace and I might have dipped down too deep for me to get out of like a target. Yeah. But it can come back up and get me out at either a small loss, break even, or if I hit lucky and I'm trailing the stop behind it, a big win. So that's how I manage it. But if all of those tiers have been hit and the last one costs next to nothing because it's right down next to where the stop would be mm -hmm. and it goes into that, that means I'm wrong. And I've, I, I'm, I'm just not in tune with what I was looking at. And if I'm not in tune with this one, I'm probably not in tune with the next one either. Mm -hmm. So my best bet is to step away. Yeah, makes sense. And then I'll look at it tomorrow with fresh eyes. Yeah. And that's how I, that's how I do it. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. Great. So I just want to ask you, so we've talked about many positives of Forex trading and, you know, but let's, let's talk about something. So what's the worst part of trading Forex? the emotional roller coaster in the beginning is definitely the worst part um, because you can be full of euphoria and you think you're doing amazing but then suddenly you get a slap in the teeth because you've done well and as you say you're getting your yacht and your lamborghinis or whatever and you're all and you're getting the brochures out and you think and this is a and then it's snatched away from you yes it's it, it almost takes you back to your childhood when you, you're getting wrong and, you, and your toys are taken away from you you know you feel devastated and, and 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 it's one of those industries that can humble you down to that level have you ever Whereas felt like you... gary sorry just to, sorry to interject have you ever felt like giving up when you've been slapped in the teeth have you ever thought I... this ain't for me i'm walking away um yes to be honest um but it was different in in when i started um i used to trade for my business but it was based on daily charts and one thing or another and i had the light bulb moment of well if i'm doing this on a daily and the way it worked for us is we we might buy with the bank for a couple of months just waiting for whatever i was doing this personally and i built up a fund quite well and i lost it in four days literally 18 grand in four days well wow. and I, I i was actually snake bite fearful of this the keyboard i couldn't touch it for about a month um mm. it, it just and it hit me at a time when the company wasn't doing as good as it should have been and it was just a combination of elements but then another part of me when i settled down thought well i must have been doing something right in the first place to have built that in up because I built it up from under a thousand mm -hmm. and I went back, but I, I did, that's kind of where the challenges and everything that I was talking about 30 days came from. I had to sort of step away from being the gambler yeah. to being the businessman. 
Um, I've been in business for a long time. I should have known better. And I just slowly build it up. And yeah, you get slapped in the teeth. Um, my wife's when the company closed, that was a that was a real torrid time. I use this as a way out alongside going back into industry to work as normal. And I just put the hours in, but the other side of what makes you sort of want to sort of she's having a go at me all the time. Oh, this is useless, this is not doing it. and 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 you have these arguments, but you're trying to keep focused mm. and you lose your focus, and then you think, Oh, do I really need the hassle? And you've got to get through that pain barrier. But once you're through it and you understand where you're going, then it becomes easier. Yeah, that's but, but the emotional side of it is horrendous. And the thing is, the higher you go, the, the, the think it's easy. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, yeah. the bigger, I mean, I, I can trade up to 25, 30 pounds a pip quite easily on my account. Okay. Right? But when you're dealing with those figures yeah yeah you can make 200 quid in a heartbeat and i do because i look at return on investment rather than the sort of fabled rr that winds me up because that sets you up for a fall you know you've got to have common sense with it because you need to be paid mm -hmm. right? but if i can get into the market and get out quick and i've paid for the day i'm happy and then i can do it again tomorrow um, but those numbers can rack up very quick against you if you're wrong, especially if you're not disciplined. Yeah. You know, because yeah. how many times have you heard people go, oh, well, I'm not wrong, and they just let it run. Or oh, it's 500 quid against me. Oh, no, it'll be all right. Oh, no, it's 1,000 against me. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I'll come back. Oh, my God, it's, it's two and a half grand. Yeah, guilty. Whereas if 500, yeah. you knew you yeah. were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I've had every indication. But just an example for me. So this week uh, it was gold. And I had clear indication which way gold was going to go. It didn't go that way. So, <laughs> yeah. Gold's been funny this week. It tanked twice when it shouldn't have done. Yeah, so there yeah. we are. I, I was long yeah. on both occasions. So, but, yeah, yeah. Mandela and I were speaking. And yeah. actually, you know, we, we didn't contact you know, regular throughout the day. So I messaged Mandela. Oh, gold. H2, H4, D1, all showing bullish. Let's go, let's go. Uh, oh, well, there we are. So, <laughs> better, better, better. <laughs> so yeah, that, 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 so, yeah but I understand that. And I think one of the hardest things for me when I first started trading was admitting that you're wrong and getting out of a trade before it becomes too damaging. And I, I still find it hard now, mind, you know, I, I put my hand up to it. And, uh, we all so, do. Yeah. We all do. I mean, it's it's kind of why I stage. Because when I started, it was always 100% to market. And then you put it in and immediately it goes against you. I was like, wow, Jesus. Yeah. What, what's going on here? You know, I needed a way to relieve that, but I needed a way to reduce the exposure. And that's why I start split. Because there is a, another version of that called Martindale system for some of the viewers who don't know that. That is incredibly dangerous. But if you do pound averaging, like what I was talking about, or dollar averaging, depending on where you are, um, it's actually quite a sensible way to trade. And it's yeah. how your pension funds are built. Yeah. They are built that way. But there has to be a point of no return if you're wrong. Yeah. And that's where FIBs come into it, because you can measure it out. And if you go, right, the extension's 127 to 161, well, there's your zone of pain. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I do. I'll stage down. And if it goes through that, I'm wrong. That's it. And yeah. if I'm getting a slap for a thousand quid, you know, well, I'm getting a slap for a thousand quid, but it's a damn sight better than sort of going, this will come back. And then suddenly I'm seeing 3,000. Yeah, no, so I'd rather have a slap around the face than a kick in the nuts. <laughs> Any day. <laughs> you know, because the worst thing in the world is watching your kids fail. I've got four, the wild, right? And and, and they are, they're, they're crackers. Um, but I've got a work ethic in me and I'm trying to push it into them. You know, I mean, my youngest 26 now, because I'm quite old. Um, and he's, he, he, he took took a little bit of a, well, let, let's just say, he, he's becoming a good trader. No, but it took a lot of time to get him in that mindset. But I can't really slap him about because he's bigger than me now. And I'm six <laughs> foot and 20 stone, so that gives you an idea of him. Right? <laughs> and also, he, he's military, you know, so he's got access to automatic weapons. So if I say the wrong thing, it could end badly. Do a bit more of that. Yeah. No, it's, it's brilliant that you, uh, it's brilliant to teaching your family to trade and you know yeah. Mandela. Uh, I'm quite convinced. You know, uh, he's, it's he, not the easiest because he's the only one of. I've got four kids. All right, uh, and I always make the joke of Have you ever seen the evolution of man, where it goes from chimp to man? Well, my kids is that in reverse, right? And it goes from like, oh, Chris, down to the youngest one. Uh, and they all laugh about it because Logan's like that. You know, he's like, oh, uh-huh. I can do this. But to get him interested in it was very difficult. Whereas like my eldest boy, you know, he's he saw the work ethic and he sees what you get from it. And, and he's doing really well, you know. So he's not really interested in trading. And the other two are the same. They're not interested in trading because they're doing quite well in their own lives. Whereas Logan wanted to follow it. And I had to, I've been through the journey with him because he's a young kid, Yeah, you know, and sometimes he believes the gloss. Uh, so it was interesting. And right. Joanne, my wife, she had a go at it and she can't deal with the emotional side of it at all. Well, <laughs> yeah. so I, it takes to, a lot. Talking of wives, Mandela, would you like to, tell Gary about uh, the yeah I can talk a bit about Gary so um, Gary we started uh, like a it's like a simulated demo account Um, we gave it to 103 people this year and my wife um, love it a bit she beat me Um, she came came in the top 10 she's never she's never uh, read an investing book before in her life and she just wiped the floor with me she has not let me off the hook so oh, that's why i'm laughing because if juan beat me i would never hear the end of it yes <laughs> it would be on every posted note on my desk she would have t-shirts made up you know yeah, my dear. yeah. But, uh, so gary it's, it's been brilliant to have you on the show and do you know what i'd love to get you back and maybe anytime and one day we, we, we'll have a little chat about fibonacci in a bit more detail especially you and mandela and maybe yeah. you yeah. can uh, convert me and educate me into using fibs but gary i think you know a lot, a lot of our viewers are going to really enjoy will, will enjoy the show so how can they reach out to you you know what can you uh let us know your contact details and of course we, we're going to post your details uh in the comments uh, oh, I'm, below. I'm, I'm, I'm very easy found the easiest way to find me is just go onto youtube look for the scruffy trader uh which is me because i'm not exactly polished am i 
you know um and all my contact details are there that's great so gary is anything you know you'd like to add anything else you'd like to speak about or (laughs) (laughs) not not to put you on the spot (laughs) no i think we've been on a on a good little journey here i've I've thoroughly enjoyed it Uh, it, it's some parting advice i'm gonna go back to that up there that is one one of my mottos but the one motto that i live by and it is something i preach to my kids and i say it at the end of every single video i do it's do what you love and the money will follow and the reason behind that is very simple if you put money before you do what you love you will always fail because you'll despise it whereas if you love something and it doesn't matter what you are you will get better at it so if you want to be a bin man a dustman be the best dustman and if you're the best dustman you'll get a promotion become best bin man supervisor and because you've got the supervisor role you get a pay rise then become the best supervisor you'll become a manager and you'll get a pay rise so as a part and gift do what you love and the money will follow excellent that's really good Yeah, I like that. I like that. I think for the three of us in trading, investing is a passion. And when I talk to people who are interested in getting in, um, one thing I say, one of the first things I say is I have a passion for it. Um, a question I get, I'm sure you get it as well, Gary, and maybe even you, Andrew, how, how much time do you spend trading? Um, (laughs) and it's, it's hard to like make, make divisions in your day because it's almost like it's always in the background. You know, you can, you can... I, I'd say 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's definitely, if, if it's a passion of yours, go for it. And I think the way you worded it was, was perfect. But to add to that, what I will say is the clicking of the mouse is the last part of the puzzle. Your homework and preparation is most of what you do. And, the, and a lot of people think it's the other way around. They get in, click, then they start working out to see what's going on. You should actually know your entry exit before you've even pressed that button. And that is why I do 100 trades in a row without losing. How are we doing, guys? All right. So yeah. I, I'm great. Uh... I think I enjoyed that more watch, watching it back again than I did yeah. the first two or three times. Uh, if you, I, I put in the comments about being Forex gold. So, you know, it's if you are a Forex trader, just, just watch that back. You know, talking about FIB levels, uh, you know, and Gary Al shared some more details with us, you know, how he marks his charts up. And I'll, I'll talk to him if maybe one day when we get him back, if he'd like to share. But what I think what an interview and what a successful trader. And if you go onto the five percent website, so it's the five the fivers.com, you can actually see yeah, these interviews yeah. on there and they actually share some of his stats. So yeah, so for me, you know, is what what a find you know what a, what a contact for for us to uh to pick up. So yeah. really good. So what about you guys? Yeah. What do you think? Andrew, yeah. I just want to say, yeah, great find, great um, great to connect with him. A very humble guy. And it's so much information that he shares in there um, that I'm going to go back and listen to it again. Um, yeah. I, it's, yeah. Phenomenal. 
Yeah, I, I really liked his perspective on a lot of things that he had mentioned. Um, he's very military with his approach and uh, militant with his approach. And he also, I just took a little bit of notes. Um, I liked what he said about the, you know, his perspective on the uh, Fibonacci numbers, you know, it's a ratio of numbers, it charts are a ratio of numbers, you know, and it must be a correlation. I never thought of it like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I knew that it worked and I do use it during, yeah. during trades, but, you know, just thinking of it in a different angle, I think could really help you, you know, seek certain ideas and, and um, you know, could really improve trading. Yeah, so same here when he uh, when Gary said uh, it's a ratio of numbers and uh, obviously Fibonacci is a ratio for me as well. It just just clicked as soon as he said it, and then yeah. uh, straight after the interview, I was on the phone of Mandela, and we, we we quickly run through some uh, some fib levels. And what what I've done is obviously I've carried on my own style of trading, and I've just like placed the, the fib levels over the top, like a like tracing paper, like a template, and just to see you know if it, if it works and. Yeah, it has, and actually, uh, by using fibs, it's given me some uh, better entry levels as well. So yeah, it's been good. I really do like fibs. Fibs is probably one of the things that I I use the most. Um, and uh, for for somebody like Gary, he's very successful to be able to use them as well. And I guess it's almost like um, trading is less of a science, less of an exact science, and more of an art form and when you have people that use the same sort of styles of, of, of art or style of trading um, it's very um, uh, it, it gives you confidence I guess yeah yeah exactly um, I did want to um, mention the prize giveaway which um, we have quite a few people that have entered into so I think we could probably head over to that now um, so hashtag SFX, if you post that in the um, in the chat window, you should be able to get entered. I'll give everybody one more minute to get, um, I guess, uh, their name into the, the drawer. And the prize for today is going to be um, a spa treatment to Orchid Nail Spa. If the winner is outside of Bermuda, they're going to get a pair of really snazzy uh, candlestick uh, socks. We'll mail this to you if you're outside of Bermuda. Um, and um, if we get another winner who's outside of Bermuda, we'll give them a, a trade in journal, uh, a logbook as well. Brilliant. All right. So without further ado, that's the final call for all of the um, all of the entries. And best of luck to everybody. Let's see. Thanks again for everybody joining live. Also, shout out to anybody who's watching the replay on this. The winner is Juliet Farmer. Congratulations, That's Juliet. Well done. well done. So we'll find out if uh, if Juliet is um, in Bermuda or outside of Bermuda. Either way, she's going to get something nice. Um, and a thanks to our to our sponsors, uh, Orchid Nail Spa, for providing the um, the gifts for the show. Next up is the side bet, Andrew. I need somebody to take this off me. It's it's just taking up space about <laughs> it too long. I'm a drunken Mandela's blood from it, you know, Game of Thrones. <laughs> guys, it's up for grabs and also the crown. So I'm going to get straight into it and we're going to look at uh, finance against US us dollar so i'm going to share share my screen you said finance 
My nun's coin, yeah, against okay. US dollar. Okay. So, um, so for anybody up? who, for anybody who's this is their first time um, doing the show, um, PJ and I have no idea before what what uh, Andrew's gonna pick. I see your screen. There we go. All right. Probably probably too easy for you guys this one. So uh, Mandela, I'm gonna give you. I'm let you go first because I'm. Me and PJ, I talking. need the help. I have a feel, we feel sorry for I you. Need yeah, I need so the help. Yeah, you've got a rough um, So, okay. Mandela, we're going to go. So, it's 279. We'll take 280. Can we just do an easy one? High, higher or lower for the first side? Higher or lower? Okay, can you zoom in a little bit? Um, just so that I can see. what What's the core price? Uh, Nick run to D, D1 for you. Yeah, that's good. What's the what's the actual current price? Let me see if I can pull it up. Is it 280? Yes, yeah, so we say we, we put it at 280. That'll, that'll be our benchmark. Okay, so if the question is, is it going to be higher or lower at what date? And for the next show, so four weeks time. Four weeks time. Okay, so yeah. four weeks time, higher or lower? <sighs> I'm going to try and stall for a little bit. Um, so that will be end of October. I think it's gonna be lower at the end of the month. Are you sure now? Because you can you can actually right. It's fifty fifty. That's gone. We can phone a friend because Gary's in the live chat. You know. So uh, ah, that's a good question, <laughs> Gary. If you could post, what would you say? Um, I'm not sure if Gary does much, much crypto. I'm I'm gonna go with lower. I'm going lower. Committed. Yeah. So P, P sorry, mate. You're, you're higher. It's all right. That's all right. I see yeah. a bit of a resistance. Let's see if um, yeah, let's see if things work out. That's fine. It does look yeah. like it's, it's in a a bit of a channel there, right? Down to yeah. uh, and what's our time frame? So that's on a, that's on a D one. But if you want me to zoom D1? in, and zoom out. Let me know. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah, that should be fine. I mean, yeah, it, we're not calling the exact numbers, right? It's just higher. Yeah, just, just just an easy one to start off, guys, and then we'll uh, yeah, give give them. But a, you say easy, little... you say easy, but I seem to I seem to have a hard time with the easy ones and the medium ones and the hard ones. So <laughs> <laughs> I welcome the easy ones. <laughs> um, okay, that sounds good. Uh, shout out to the swag providers, um, just for kicks. Um, they provide us with our swag, um, so J4K, um, really great to, to have them on board as well. Um, next up, we have chat and charts. I don't know if you guys want to have a, a look at one or two more charts. Yeah, should we? That was, yeah, let's let's do it and let's uh, let's put up something different, guys. Let's let's should we, well, that's it. Doesn't say let's step away from uh, crypto for once. Okay, sure. Uh, we can step away from crypto. Uh, what do you guys want to look at? Um, it got me interested uh, in Spy, I, to be honest. You want to look at Spy? Okay, let's look at that. Uh, so, I think in terms of my opinion, I think in between these two um, levels is key. We're ahead and I think we're a little closer to uh, 35. Um, 3500. Um, but the trend is your friend. These two candles look very, very ominous, uh, uh, ominous, very, very worrying, I should say. Um, so I would say probably 
we're gonna head a little lower in Spy before we head up. Um, I don't know. What do you guys see here? I think I think this may be a, a tough support, but once we break through here, I yeah. think we're gonna test um, three thousand five hundred. Yeah, I'm I'm, <clears throat> I'm looking at a few few uh, looking at it from a weekly perspective on um, SPX, and I think yeah, we definitely might see a bit more downside. Um, I'm not sure what economic events are in the calendar um, to be announced, but I'm sure that will. Um, CPI support. CPI is coming out. Uh, inflation next week. Okay, so yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel it might be trending trending down uh, but we, we could see a change when, once those figures come out yeah i think that's what that's basically what i've been looking at i'm trying to focus a little bit more on um early trading when the setups are right and um trying to limit it to the days when there is a big impact news event has um, has your risk management um style changed with that as well like would you say you I don't know what what percentage you consistently stick with like a one percent you know portfolio or, or are you doing you know with those high impact days are you going to be a little bit more risky and, and trade like maybe five percent so yeah i think one of the things that i've found is when when you're right and you feel like um the stars have aligned then it's better to go a little bigger um and kind of go pedal to the metal um right because that can really make up for those you know losing days or those break even days um so i try not to do more than four percent um of capital on one trade um but sometimes i do go a little bit more than four percent um if it's something that i feel like it's 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 really pushing it's really pumping Hmm. yeah makes sense yeah and then stop loss wise i try and keep the stops to one percent if i can and that's one percent of the total um your total portfolio um, and i'm pretty pretty disciplined with that i think gary talked a bit about that as well where he said once it hits a stop he stops trading for the day he's done right right yeah, yeah. So kind of being disciplined i don't stop for the day maybe i should <laughs> that might reduce my losses i would have very few losses if that was the case yeah because some i mean i mean that is very disciplined but sometimes you know if you got the time and you see it like you might get stopped out but you were still correct in the long run yeah. you know what i mean it might yeah. so yeah yeah it's 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 I, I i like that uh militant approach but i i guess there's always room for tweaking you know what i mean to your benefit yeah yeah so, yeah, so it, you, you've got to do what suits you as well so yeah. you know with, with with trading for me it's never been like a, a copy and paste like mandela you know us, us three you know we we, we we trade successful but we got different styles don't we you know i i don't i don't trade i don't trade tips you know i i, I trade levels yeah and uh and I, I i trade trends that's what i do uh I like- you know, so it's yeah it's, it's horses of course it's what suits you but i will say you know i have taken so much other guys interview and i have applied some of these techniques so uh on my five percent that account that is very disciplined because that, that's that potentially has to pay me very well but on the the account i showed uh at the beginning of the show it, it's not big capital so with that you know i'll I, I can push the board out and if i'm having a really good day i can keep squeezing but you know it's uh yeah it's 
there's no there's no one size fits all when it comes to trading it's what works for you i see right. so many people squabbling on twitter and instagram my you know my strategy is better than your strategy it, it's not about strategy is it no. it's about dollars in the bank that's you know that's, yeah. so so for me you know people's people's opinions don't don't verify my strategy it's you know it's yeah. having certificates from five percent they're having certificates from ftmo and getting those payouts so that's what it is yeah. for me yeah, yeah and, and I, I agree like sorry go ahead Pete. go ahead no i was gonna say i was echoing what you had mentioned earlier as an art right and you know some people have simple strategies like they might just use three indicators some people just trade just off of candlesticks alone so you know it's, it's one of those things that you know it's just beautiful to see like you could get the same result but many many different ways you just have to find something that suits you you know that's the truth too because you know, it, and nobody can tell you the way to live your life. And I think it applies with all aspects of your life as well. And if somebody's telling you what to do, sometimes that's even, uh, that's going to mess you up even more. Um, what I would say is, be is uh, you know, if, if, you, if you're trading and uh, it is good to get a mentor as well. So, for example, if my if my style suited you, Mandela, you know, yeah. I'm going to use a mentor. If Gary's style suited you, use Gary as a mentor, you know, P or Mandela. That's what you need to do. You need to find out what sort of trader you are, and then once, like, yeah, if you like your fibs, talk to Mandela and Gary. If you like, yeah. if you like me, you like to trade, you know, uh, I like to trade levels, yeah, and you know, talk to everyone. It, it's, yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah, what you want to do, and like yeah, you had I, mentioned, I, the fine mentors, you know, like what we've done in the group has really done that. You know, maybe not as formal as approaching a mentor, but you know, this this group of common uh minds you know uh people who's trying to have a common goal as well come together and you know really share information i think it's expedited a lot of people's um time and learning uh to, to, to become a successful trader yeah definitely yeah. so yeah with, yeah. with with the groups that you know the what people share so i might like I always rely on Mandela to share, share the high impact news because I, I don't only really trade the news either. But you know, sometimes you know, it's, it's, it is good to know, especially if I got you know, I got, you know some of my trades are exposed or something. So yeah, it's uh, groups are fantastic. So, so yeah, if anyone yeah. watching, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, salute, salute to the group, everybody yes. that's in the group. Um, you know, everybody sharing their own perspective. Um, I did want to just show one more chart because we were talking about Fibonacci and that chart is oil. Um, oil's broken out of this channel um, that it's been in for a while and it's just, I, I don't want to jinx it, um, but it's just something that's on the watch list and, and let's, let's put it that way. Um, yeah. These are the Fibonacci's um, from a uh, weekly perspective. Um, so, you know, we, we, we could be heading back up towards uh, 100 and above, I think. But, so where, um, would, where would you be looking yeah. to, to, to buy into? So for me, pro probably well, above the 50 and 38, or, if, or would you play it safe and buy above the 38? Um, you mean right now? Yeah. I, so for me, I'd sit that out right now. Just 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 above the 50, you'd see like two, uh, two, two candlesticks. I'd, I'd be looking at that as the next... Uh, so next here, you're that would be a concern, a bit of resistance for there. We could yeah. be going to there. And yeah. I'd, be, I'd be wanting to clear a break above that then twice. Yeah. Maybe, that maybe, maybe it will pull back to that um, yeah. 0.618 uh, 
jib line, and maybe that could be an entry if it retests or it might even retest on the top of that channel, you know? Yeah, that's what I was, I was actually thinking, uh, it's just kind of far to go, but I, I was thinking maybe we go down first a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's, hard, it's hard to say. Um, yeah. I know there's a lot of news out of OPAC, um, so the, the, the fundamental story is very bullish, where they're going to be cut in production. Um, there's also the SPR, which is the um, strategic oil reserves in the US, which are at record lows. So it's a lot of bullish news, um, but you know, you got to use the, the charts as well. Um, so uh, yeah, you know it's hard to make a call. Yeah, so yeah. Um, okay, cool. I think uh, last thing I think we guys were going to look at was uh, the wise words of wisdom. Everybody always looks forward to that part. Um, I, I, I can go first if you guys if you want me to take it. Yeah, come on. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so wise words for me for today. I actually didn't prepare anything. Um, but one thing that Gary did mention was um, the hard part is you. Like markets are easy. And I think it's, it's, it's tough to say easy if, if you've just started. But I think the principles, the, the, the concept of you want to be buying low and selling high, that's easy. Like my, my five-year-old son could pick that up. Um, but the harder part, the 90% or the 80% is how do you apply it? And so just being able to look at yourself and find a way that really works for you, finding a group of people, which we talked about, and finding a mentor or a group of mentors, um, I think that really helps to deal with the, the me or the you. Um, and being able to have the full package. That's, that's my wise yeah. word. Yeah, I, I, liked, I liked a few things that he had said as well, and I guess I could steal a bit or echo um, some of the things that he had said. Um, and one of them that really stood out to me was his positive approach to negative sort of events. And he had mentioned, you know, using, uh, so I guess, bad experiences, um, you know the greatest gift from your worst nightmare and that that is real you know if you can't have the mental stability and and stamina to continue going um once you face sort of losing trades you know you're not gonna make it at all and this market is ruthless so yes um stay positive and and just keep chugging along yeah thanks p thank you i, I like that so for me guys you know as every show the Jedi mind. Yeah, so uh, today's wise words, they come from Asajj Ventress. You always have a choice to be better. You always have a choice to pick the right path. Yeah. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. I like that. I like that. Short and sweet and to the point. It's a great book. <laughs> if, you're looking for, if you're looking for a Christmas gift to get, I mean, yeah. hey. I'll get one of the post Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, guys. Um, so a few little things, housekeeping things, just to remind everybody, if you are listening to the audio version of this and you want to see our lovely faces and charts and pictures, um, check us out, out on YouTube and vice versa. If you want to check us out on podcasts, it's on your favorite podcast app. Um, thanks to our sponsors, Orchid Nail Spa. Um, Thank you. And uh, I think that's more or less it, everybody. Unless Excellent. you guys had anything, uh, what, what what are you guys doing for the rest of the month? Between now and the next show, so I'm traveling again. So let's say again, before, again, yeah, I just got back from South Africa, and uh, 
I'm off on my travels again uh, week today. So probably going to look, look at gold, uh, gold next week, and, and then I'm just going to just turn everything off for a week and just uh, yeah. just get my head down. So yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. Yeah, I, I feel like you just got back like a week ago. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all right. yeah, I think so. For for gold, you mentioned gold. It's it's at the point now. It's it's not on the watch list anymore. It's in the the trash the trash can. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna leave it there for a little while. I'm not gonna empty out the trash, but it's just it's just not looking good. It's following for some reason. It's following stocks. It's following like crypto. Um, so I'm waiting for it to decouple and do its own thing and be independent. We'll see. So I'm looking yeah, forward. We'll keep... I'm looking forward to reviewing gold end of the year with you two. Oh my god! Yeah. That's um, hey, we have that on the chart. Not... I'll pull that chart up. It's yeah, not over keep... yet. Uh, yeah, it's not over yet. Come on, fingers crossed, Pete. <laughs> All right. So I think we had. Uh, let me pull it up because it's embarrassing. So I think. <laughs> I did... Oh yeah, there we go. So this is where we called uh, gold to be. Uh, PJ and I, I, I kind of grouped PJ with me. I don't know if PJ actually. Well, it did look like it was heading for a breakout, but I guess it just really just shared some resistance that that last. I'm sure it was probably like a 0.618 if you put the uh, fibs to it. But um, yeah. yeah, it seems it seems like um, yeah, this time we got it wrong, and that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, Andrew, yeah. Andrew's closer than us, a lot closer. So I, I want to tip my yeah. hat off, Andrew. But the, but then again, it could be in that. Yeah, it could be just in that channel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So That's just trying uh, to find yeah. some some sort of like silver lining, you know. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you call them, sometimes you don't. Exactly. Um, exactly. This is one of those that it's like, you know, thank goodness we had a stop loss. Um, Absolutely. Because it, it, it's been pretty brutal. Um, what about you, PJ? What are you up to for the rest of the? Uh, uh, week. I'm, I'm been just you know pretty much watching a lot of the uh crypto seems like we're at a pivot point we might um i think some of the uh, monthly charts are looking kind of bullish for some so um, yeah. just just uh seeing if it you know trickles down you know or, or maintains it i should say you know yeah, so xrp is looking looking pretty good it bounced uh, over 50 yeah, it's been good 50%. so so uh Got back in at 33. He was stuck at 33 for weeks, and then uh, yeah, yeah, he's doing well. And Bitcoin, I'm still unsure on Bitcoin. Uh, I, again, I think it's a liquidity fill. You know, we're getting yeah. some fresh money into the market, and then we'll see another another dump. Uh, yeah. Bitcoin's de definitely trading, uh, you know, in a channel or it's consolidating. And yeah, I just I just wanted to do something, you know, make 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 a proper move, so we you know we can. Uh, you know, we can get into it but uh, xrp yeah looking it's looking pretty good we'll, we'll see where we yeah. are in a couple of weeks yeah i think i think the sentiment around the community is is getting a bit um very bullish um yeah. you know with these uh latest court um occurrences you know i think people are feeling like it should be some sort of fit you know ruling in, in xrp or, or ripple's favor coming up shortly yeah i think but once that happens it's going to be like lifting up a uh you know a door yeah releasing a bomb you know is is yeah. you know it's going to be a, a, a hot potato action you know everybody yeah. want to try to probably that probably xrp circulation or isn't it you know unless they're going to like burn coins or try and get rid of some of them or limited cap yeah. it i don't know what they're yeah. going to do but yeah. 
that's that's the only issue. I think I think with XRP it's going to be I didn't know the technology. There's a good alternative to Swift, and I think you know once we get the digital dollar, you know once we go cashless society, is is the XRP platform what they're going to use? It's going to be interesting times. It really is. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention one last thing, guys. Remember the FX competition. So we do have in the FX group, um, which Andrew runs, um, it's Euro Dollar at the end of October, and we got a few entries. Um, so thank you to everybody that posted, and um, we'll see at the end of the month what happens with Euro Dollar. Um, I think it's been a little choppy lately. We can pull it up as well. Um, it broke through $1, which was making headlines everywhere. Um, and there we go. So, so yeah, it still. looks a little bit like gold, actually. <laughs> I'm on it. Um, so we went back down this, uh, yeah, this month we're down on the month, just sitting just above 97. So uh, we'll see, but th thank you for everybody who's um, participating in the yeah, and, uh, Again, there's been some really good, good information uh, in the group to yeah. shared. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's been excellent. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Um, that's I'll it. catch you soon. Everybody. All right, guys. And uh, thanks again, Gary. And uh, yes. thanks also yeah. us. Oh, yeah. yeah, phenomenal. Awesome. Phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, P. Uh, I got to find the extra. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Check you later, P. Take it easy, man. Yeah, man. Let's go. Mr. How many and how?